Good evening, everybody. Good to see you. Thanks for coming tonight. I've got some scripture I want to open with tonight. So if you have your Bible, Philippians chapter number four tonight. I think it's good as we prepare our hearts to worship and receive communion. It's good to just get our minds focused on the truth, right? And aren't you thankful for your Bible tonight? If you brought your Bible with you, go ahead, hold it up. Hold up the, let me see the Bibles in the room if you've got a Bible. All right, love it, love the Word of God. And if you didn't bring it with you, you got your phone, Jim's looking at it, that's okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. Open that app, hold it up, wave it up high, that's good stuff. I do most of my reading on my Bible app. But um, tonight, the, uh, I'm really excited, our, our, it's a little bit different, uh, first time we've done it this way, but the music team has put together just an awesome number of songs. Most of them we'll sing along with, some of them they've just prepared to minister to us. And the first one, oh, before I say that, before I get into that, I want you to be prepared, first of all, to give God thanks for something. The first thing we're going to do tonight after the first couple of songs is just go around the room and quickly be ready to give God thanks for something. Just a, I don't need a, we don't need a speech or a testimony, just I want to give God thanks for this, I want to give God thanks for that. If you've got a longer testimony you want to share, we could do that a little bit later. Um, but let's first, like I said, let's get our minds in the Word of God. Let God start to speak to us. And the first song that we're going to sing has become a favorite for a lot of us. It's that song, Rejoice. And I got to, just a few months ago, I got to be in a room with the people who wrote this song. And they told a little bit of the story. And they said that, they, that this song, and if you listen to the song as you sing it, it comes right from the book of Philippians. And they based this song on Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. So I want to look at that with you tonight. Bible says, rejoice in the Lord when? I love, there's a line in this song, in these times we live in, we will praise the Lord. Listen, no matter what's happening in our world today, no matter what you see on television, these are great days to serve the Lord. These are the days that God has chosen to put us here. And so Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say with me now, rejoice. rejoice. Verse number five, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. That's an interesting verse. That word moderation, you're going to hear it in the song translated gentleness. And that's the idea. It has to do with because we know the Lord and because we are brothers and sisters together, we have moderation one with another. We have patience with each other. We have gentleness with each other. That's a mark of Christianity, of believers, that we come together. And despite differences or disagreements, we are one body in Christ. And communion is a beautiful picture of that. At the end of the service, we'll receive the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper is an ordinance that was given to the local church. And it reminds us that we are one with the Lord and one with one another. Let your moderation be known unto men. Now look at this last statement. Could you read that last statement with me together? Ready? The Lord is at hand. What does that mean? It means he's right here. He's here. He's at hand. And it's interesting, and I, I was listening to some teaching this week that really spoke to my heart. Not only is the Lord at hand, but did you know that the Bible, it's, the Bible says 
that even the angels themselves observe our worship of God? That was a convicting thought to me. Because I thought, like, even tonight, as we look at the Bible, as we sing, the angels are watching. And do you know what they're watching for? They expect us to give God the glory that they know He is worthy of. And so Christian worship is a holy and a sacred thing. When we sing these songs, some of them are upbeat and they, that we get excited about them, and some of them are slow and we think about them. But ultimately, we need to look at our hearts. And are we worshiping God from pure and true hearts? If you raise a hand, are you raising a holy hand? The Bible says that we lift holy hands to the Lord. And so it's a good time for us to pause and get ready and think, God, we want to give you glory. We truly want to give you praise tonight. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse number six, be careful for nothing. That means don't be filled with worries and cares. Be careful for nothing, but in how many things? In all of them, in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your re- uh, and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Aren't you thankful that God hears our prayers? He answers our prayers. And then verse number seven. Let's read this one together. Begin. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's all in Christ, through Christ, and to Christ. All for his glory. Let's stand together and honor him in prayer, and then we'll sing together. But please stand, and let's seek the Lord's blessing. Ready? Lord, we love you, and we thank you that we can come to you tonight, that we can worship you through the word through the song and through the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be fully dedicated to you. Lord, I pray that our voices would sing joyfully. And Lord, from pure hearts, God, I pray that if any of us have come in tonight with wrong attitudes or sin in our lives, Lord, may we, may we get that clean right now. May we come to you and Lord, just we're thankful that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and you're just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, we're seeking your presence tonight. That's why we've come. So please help this not just to be a time where we go through motions, Lord, but but help us to truly worship you in spirit and in truth. We love you. We thank you for your salvation. It's in the wonderful name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Well, all the boys and girls, come on up. You know this song better than anybody. We need you to help us sing it. We get ready to that part where you shout it out. Sing it with you. Rejoice in the Lord now and always. Sing it again.
thanks to God for this evening. Just real quick, shout it out. You don't need to stand. Dennis. I thank the Lord very much for staying with me when I'm down and out. Amen. Staying with you when you're down and out. Anybody else? Church that preaches the truth. Amen. Frank. I praise the Lord for grace and blessings that he's given me throughout my life. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? <coughs> Kathy. I thank God for answered prayers that, come, that I've made online before I was able to get here. Answered prayers. Excellent. And Kathy. Amen. I have two. Two. Perfect. Amen. And for saving my soul. We're going to sing a song now. We'll have an opportunity to give more thanks. We're, we're going to sing a song now. You may, uh, you can stay seated. This will be new. It's called From Whom All Blessings Flow. Yeah. 
Thank you. 
morning. Christ, our hope in life and death. Oh 
testimony, maybe that God is doing something in your life, but I, I didn't prepare this scripture, but I, I want to go to it. It's Ephesians chapter 2, so you can turn there. Ephesians chapter 2, what we just sang, don't forget the hope that we have in Jesus. Do you remember, do you remember what it was like before you knew Christ? This passage of scripture describes the day before you could sing that song, Christ Our Hope. Now, if you're like me, especially some of the young people here, I heard about Jesus from my very youngest days. Some of the first words I probably ever learned were from the Bible, and I am thankful for that. But for those of us that grew up in church or got saved at an early age, sometimes we don't understand or we fail to think about what it would be like to live without the hope of Jesus. It says in Ephesians chapter 2, I want to read verse 11 down through verse 14. Ephesians 2, 11, Wherefore remember, remember, that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time, you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. You read these three words with me, ready? Having no hope and without God in the world. But now, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who, were, who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath, hath broken down the middle wall of partition 
between us. I'm going to keep reading. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Don't forget the peace that Jesus accomplished for us on the cross. I want to invite you to share maybe a testimony. We gave thanks, but maybe God's been doing something in your life. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And it reminds us that if God is at work, our testimony can be an encouragement to others around us. One of the things that I want to share in testimony, and I asked Olivia if I could do this, and feel free to add to it if you'd like after, but um, we were excited. It was exciting to see Olivia take the step of baptism last week, wasn't it? And um, I went home that afternoon, and I put my Facebook feed on, or I opened my Facebook feed, I should say, and... I, one of the first things I saw were screenshots of the live stream of Olivia's baptism, and she, she wrote these words. This Sunday, I took the plunge. That's the new slogan, right? A lot of churches have baptism t-shirts, if you've seen that before, you know, like, whatever they say. We should be like, take the plunge. Take the plunge. Love it. But, but this is great. This just, just encouraged my heart. <clears throat> this Sunday, I took the plunge and was baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It symbolizes the death of my old life in sin and the beginning of a new life in Christ Jesus. My life is now irrevocably committed to the glory of God and to the service of Christ. And uh, we're here to be your church family and to walk alongside you and uh, to see those words come true in your life. Yeah. I just want to praise God for bringing me to this church and to this wonderful congregation of believers. Before I knew Christ, I was in sin so much throughout college, throughout my high school years. Um, and then once I came here, came to know Christ, and I committed myself to Christ in one of the services here, it was, it was life-changing in so many more ways than just one. So, praise Amen. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's what it's all about, right? Amen. That's why we spend money and put invitations on Facebook or print cards and you invite your friends. And how many of you get discouraged sometimes when you share the gospel with somebody and they don't respond? right? But the Bible says that, that some plant and some water, but God gives the increase. And that's what we do. We're called to be faithful, to preach the gospel. And um, whether there's, whether there's uh, hundreds or thousands or whether it's one at a time, uh, Jesus said, uh, which of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one, he won't leave the ninety and nine and go rescue that one lost sheep. And Olivia, we want you to know we prayed for your salvation. We pray every week for God to bring people here, for them to be saved, for them to be baptized. So you already answered our prayer as well. So glory to God. Somebody else, what is God doing in your life? Or what would you like to give testimony to this evening? Yes, Dennis. Giving me the opportunity to be more sensitive to his 
working in my life and others each and every day. The miracles that happen, I used to take them granted. But he always opens doors for people and he closes others. It's always good. Amen. So he's, he's always making me aware of what's happening. He's, he's strengthening my resolve. Amen. Somebody else, how God is working. Yes. I want to thank the Lord for all the blessings in my life. A little louder. I want to thank the Lord for all the blessings in my life that He's given us. He's welcome child, and He's there all the time and never leaves us. I went to funerals this past week where there was no hope. Mm. You could see people don't, they don't have Christ, they have no hope. They don't know where they're going, they don't know what they're doing, they're bitter. So, Jesus has saved me a while back, and he's still with me no matter what. He gets straight, but he always gets you back. And this is a life, and I thank God for this church, for the preaching, the singing, and I see these children. They're our future, and they're, they're going in glory. So I thank the Lord for the family, church, and I have a lot of people. I've been blessed. Amen. Thanks, Jane. Praise the Lord. Somebody else, what is what is God doing in your life, Jim? I like to pray the Lord for the, uh, what it feels like the new life that's in our church. The excitement that we have to in the past. All right. If, if you're excited to, I mean, that's, that's, it's just awesome to hear. Those are the kinds of things that encourage a pastor, I'll tell you that. When you say, boy, there's, like, it feels like God is doing something here. That's encouraging. Amen. Somebody else would, uh, yeah, Frank. Your uh, sermon this morning talked about the uh, changes when the Holy Spirit enters our life. Uh, I was a different man before I knew the Lord, a much different man. Uh, actually, I could be very evil at times, but the Holy Spirit has convicted me. I'm not that person any longer. Praise hmm. the Lord. Amen. That's what the gospel does. Yes, Bill. Well, if you get discouraged about not having success talking to others. Well, I actually read through the whole Bible before I was a Christian, long before I was a Christian. The verse you talked about this morning remind me of a verse that stood out in my mind. If you don't believe in me, believe the works that I do. And somehow it stood out and worked in my heart in a way, but before I was a Christian, I got to say I was a fool because I didn't believe in God. And so, in a sense, you're insane. It's, it's, it's a form of insanity when you have no hope. And thank God you saved me and they have a beautiful family and Amen. great blessings. And, and also, Jehovah Rapha, he's the God that heals and he's recently given me some healing. And Praise the Lord. I pray for giving healing too. Amen. Yeah, God's He still heals, right? And um, one day He'll heal completely. One day, yes. Sometimes He heals completely in heaven, but sometimes He gives us healing in the here and now too. And we we should give Him praise and glory for that. Amen. Somebody else, how how has God been at work? Yes, Donna. It's a blessing to see this young lady here. <laughs> Looked a little uncertain, didn't it? So it's good to see Trina back. But it's also a blessing to be part of the prayer team. Oh. I'm telling you. I'm yeah, would you just, just share, if you're not, good and loud, Donna, because as those of you that don't know, we, we're, we've been posting these, these prayer, this prayer uh, post on Facebook, and we're getting a lot of responses. Mm -hmm. Donna, Mike, Carl, 
Um, why is my mind going blank? So else, who else is on the team? Jesse. Jesse, there he is. Jesse, all on our prayer team. They, they've committed to pray every day for um, for these folks. So go ahead, Donna. What were you going to say about it? Because it's amazing that these people are reaching out. The requests are amazing. The pain that these people are in and what they're going through. And of course, the first thing I pray for is salvation, because right. I don't know their spiritual condition. And I, I just ask that God would touch their lives, and that through this access of the prayer chain and their willingness to open their hearts to us, that they in fact would open their heart to Christ Amen. and realize that He's right there to mm. help them. And and I. You know, I, I pray and I get so emotional. I wish I could call them, you know, and, and tell them, go, come to church, you know, go to it. It's, it's an amazing, it, it's not an obligation. It's, it's really um, such a blessing to be able to pray for anybody. Mm. But for people who are anonymous and who have seen that opportunity and they take that opportunity, and I'm hoping that they will let us know maybe the outcome yeah. update. But it, it is truly a privilege Amen. to pray for these people. Mm -hmm. It really is. And we had a family in the church service today who first, they knew about our church for many, many years ago. But it was through those prayer posts that they came to visit the church today. And they had fear, fear in their hearts about some circumstances. And... <clears throat> um, but not only, Donna, are these people reaching out, but Aaron was telling me that there are other people. Why don't you share just a little bit about that? It was at the doctor's office on Friday, and the nurse was, me and Ethan, they confused me and Ethan all the time. I'm not why I'm much more handsome, but we were, I was, the nurse came in, she's like, oh, I think it's so great, those posts that you're sharing. I'm like, oh, that's, that's my brother, actually, but yeah. <laughs> and... Um, she said, uh, she, and then she, she made a comment, like, and, and for people who are brave enough to reach out, and she, she even mentioned that she had some burdens, and I've been praying for her since then, but she has had some burdens that she's just not brave enough to reach out to, even though it's, a, it's an anonymous way to do it. Um, but people, I know my dad has mentioned that people at the bank have, been, have mentioned it to him, and it's just targeted to our community. It's not like it's going out across the entire country, and so these are people that we can touch here physically, like in our local community that we can help. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just to add to that, so on Wednesday nights, on prayer meeting, when we put out the prayer sheet, we list, there's like 35 of these on the prayer sheet. So about a week and a half ago, I'm starting to look at these, and I'm realizing that probably at least a third of them have attended church here. Yeah. They mention it. Yeah. And uh, so, for me, having been here for a long time, you see, you start to recognize these people, who they are, and some of them were children when they came, and you think they've just completely forgotten about church and God, and you didn't really have any influence on them at all. And then all of a sudden you realize they're still thinking about all of this. And there's seeds that have been planted in their lives. And, uh, so it's very encouraging to me because not just this long, and, you know, you see a lot of discouragement. People who walk away, but then you see all of these people who, in their heart, there's a connection right. to prayer and to the living God, and 
and uh, only eternity will reveal how many of them who made a profession of Christ truly got saved. Um, but it's pretty cool. Amen. Praise God. Somebody else, how's God at work in your life or what what's going on? Krista. I was reading, I was taking boxing lessons, but I read the part where you have to turn the other cheek. 
I said, I asked my mother to call a priest and asked what that means. <laughs> and, he, and he said, tell them not to read the Bible. A scholar said many able to understand it. How can an 11 year old boy understand the Bible? Wow. Well, my mother took us to a church and had Sunday school. And I, I didn't listen to the priest, I just kept reading the Bible. And I came into the Evangelical Church in about 17. And the priest and the minister said, I have as much familiarity with the scriptures as a pastor. Well, I, I never feel the pulpit, but I'm feeling the ears right now. I'm here right now with a television program that's I read, yeah, I read the story that you wrote in the North Adams or to the to the Berkshire Eagle and back in 1977. I'll share that at another day, but that was an awesome testimony. Well, that as we think about that, it brings us to. Did you have one back there? I'm sorry, I thought I saw a hand go up. No. Okay. Well, you got to be careful moving your hands around in a service like this. You know, you get called on. Go ahead. It's a beautiful song to give thanks to the Lord. Let's thank you, Jesus, for the blood. <laughs> 